But this also opens the door for Grogu to explore more of his force connection with animals. Like he did, he, you know, he was able to kind of put the rancor to sleep. And we know that Jedi's can have special connection. And then we got the Purgles, which connect to Ezra and his special connection with animals. So I, I, I'm assuming that's why they brought those dragons back. Cause like if you just leave them. So yeah, I think we're going to have a Daenerys Targaryen moment with baby Grogu and his little dragon. Who's the man in the best mask? He's the man. Who gets paid to do random tasks? It's the man, Dalorian. This is the way he'll say, and then he'll be on his way. And we are live with another episode of the Mandalorian After Show. This is obviously season three, but this is episode four. We just watched episode four. It dropped at midnight on Disney Plus, and we are here right now to talk about the episode that just happened. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And if you're watching this live, you can watch us on twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show, or maybe you're watching us on uh, youtube.com slash The Keeg Show, or you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. We also got co-host Sarah Zitney, a.k.a. Miss Marauder. Sarah. Hello. How's it going? Going good. Feeling good. I like that shirt. Thank you. It is breakfast cats, so it's all breakfast food, but you can see the, you know, there's cats in it everywhere. I love that. Ooh. I got it's it. It's like a anime. Where's Waldo, but like yeah, Where's cats. Waldo, but with cats. Yeah, I got it. At, uh, anime Impulse. Someone there's a it's like a little small business that makes them. I feel like Weird Al would really like that. Thank you. Yellow is not a color I wear a lot, but I love breakfast. I love waffles, and I love cats. So when the waffle was real prominent, I was like, I got to do it. Worth every. Um, that that's a mashup. I never thought. I never. They also had house plants and cats. Mm. Um, That's not then, really my thing. Yeah, I also like house plants, but I got the. Uh, they also have one with the the devil fruit from One Piece, so I got that one so that I can get uh, street cred with my high schoolers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they all love it. Yeah. Um, high schoolers could be vicious, you know. So they can be. Yeah. Kids are mean. Kids are mean. Uh, the meanest were, well, not meanest, but, like, the most rowdy were junior high kids that I taught, like, after school uh, for mm. a little bit. They were they were too much. Um, but who's that voice? Uh, once again, if you're listening to the podcast, you don't even know. But if you are watching the live stream, you know it's Dom Soto. Dom, how you going? How you doing? Doing good. I'm happy to be back. Definitely won't be the last time, I hope, but... Uh, was a little tired. Drank some, drank some soda. Got a little bit of caffeine. Feeling the crash from my earlier coffee, so I'm like drinking my, drinking some soda. Yeah, I, I ate dinner and I, I almost fell asleep on the couch. And whenever I do that, though, like it's like two hours gone. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, I got stuff to do. So I drink a Dr Pepper, and now I'm. Alive. Yeah, daylight savings has been hitting me really rough. Like I'm mm. like I have so much time, and I'm like, damn, it's nine o'clock already. And I can't sleep early. So I'll always fall asleep like 11 and then I'll wake up at like two and stay up till five. So I, maybe I'm breaking the cycle because I didn't fall asleep at 11. Yeah. So maybe I'll know. sleep. Hopefully. Yeah. Like, hope, like what, once I go to sleep, I, I fall asleep real easy. What's that like? Uh, I mean, it sounds great, except you realize that like I just instead of going to sleep and just laying in bed, I'll just stay up which is also bad. 
I just stay up until I fall asleep in this chair. And then I'm like, all right, it's time to go to sleep. Why does my neck hurt? Yeah. Uh, I started doing something I saw on TikTok, which is taping my mouth shut when I go to sleep. Because it makes you breathe through your nose. And apparently you go to sleep faster and you sleep better if you're only breathing through your nose. And I don't know if it's a placebo effect, but... uh, I mean, I, when I wake up at seven in the morning, I'm still tired, but I'm not as groggy. So I don't know if it's a placebo, but if it is, I'm going to keep using it anyway. I only I breathe mean, through my nose when I sleep, unless I unless I have like a nose problem. This is the way. I know I know that I don't because I drool a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be too scared. Um, I think I snore like a little yeah. bit. Nothing like my dad. I can hear him in the other room. I think I can actually hear him a little bit right now. So I, I would be scared. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all can't hear him. Some <laughs> some nights. Some nights it's bad. Some night he used to wear like that sleep apnea thing, and then he just kind of like he's like, I don't snore anymore. I swear. No, I'm like, you got to get him back on that mask. Both my parents wear the, that mask now. Yeah. We'll we'll so. see it in movies, and I'll be like, oh, what happened to your sleep uh, sleep apnea machine? He's like, oh, I don't snore anymore. I and just like, I just realized that when Luke is in the back to tank in Empire. Uh, he's wearing it like a sleep apnea mask <laughs> while he's there. Um, I feel like someone should recreate that scene, but put themselves in a bathtub, you know, mm. and then have a sleep apnea mask. Um, uh, Stranger Things season five, L in the bathtub with the sleep apnea mask. <laughs> with the sleep apnea mask. <laughs> um, this Mandalorian season three uh, has been interesting. This is episode four. Um, but obviously, Dom, we didn't have you on episodes one, two, uh, and three. Like, how have you been liking the season so far? You know, um, I was fortunate to go to the premiere. So I saw the first two. And I think I was, I think it was a mixture of like riding that high, like, oh my gosh, Pedro Pascal is right there. Just seeing like all the cast. And it's kind of like a bittersweet thing. Like, I love this show and this. This is kind of one of the few projects that I'm getting to see in real time because I became a fan very late. Like Rogue One was the first was the first piece that I actually saw. I mean, I knew the typical Ooh. stuff, but yeah, in theaters, that was that was an experience, especially getting uh, to see first one you saw in theaters or first Star Wars thing you saw at all. Both. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Starting with Rogue I mean, One. Yeah, it's a good place to start. Right. I, I uh, love that. Yeah. But that's a different vibe. Because you very, imagine, very different going vibe. from Rogue One to, to A New Hope, that'd be a totally yeah. different vibe. I had seen like clips, you know, throughout my childhood. I knew the basic stuff, but this was the first one I sat and watched. And I was like, I don't, I was like, this is not what I thought Star Wars was, but I'm here for it. And I think yeah. it was a nice introduction. Um, So it's really nice to be a part of it live, like kind of, you know, basically seeing history being made and how this is like so iconic already. And then when, you know, when I'm my parents age, grandparents and you'd be like, oh, I remember when the Mandalorian came out. So it's that like, you know, the sweetness of it, but I'm also kind of like, obviously there's always stories to be told, but I'm like, what, like what's, what's next? I feel like, like, I feel like every season there was kind of a clear goal and I'm kind of unsure what the goal is of this season. So yeah. I'm wondering if more will unfold so I can be like, oh, okay, that's, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about it, uh, you know, Sarah and I and the previous guests had talked about like seasons one and two. I mean, the goal up until the end of season two is get Grogu to the Jedi. 
right? Yeah. And then once that happened, and then we got this Boba Fett, the Book of Boba Fett, like, episodes, which for some reason exist and don't exist. Uh, now it's like, yeah, what's what's Grogu's purpose? Maybe that's kind of the point of season three, right? Maybe. What is what the is existential it? crisis? Kind of. Sarah? Yeah, I feel like, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> at the end of episode two, it was a very shocking ending because it was like, we assumed that, or I assumed that the journey to be redeemed and to get to Mandalore and all that stuff was going to be the overarching plot of the season. Yeah. And when it happened, it was like, oh man, what's going to come next? Um, but it went from, I think at the end of episode two, I was like, oh man, what's going to come next? And now I'm like, okay, what's going to come next? You know, it's, there's, yeah. it's like, okay, I feel like by two episodes after I should kind of know where the season's going to be going. And, uh, and I don't, and that makes me feel weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have a question. What is the plural of Mandalorian? Have they actively said Mandalorians? Yeah. Or, it has to be Mandalorians. Yeah. Have but have they actually said Mandalorians? This is just a group of Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Or and this is this is I, I, what's up? Is it is it kind yeah. of like a is, like a is the like plural, a ma- like a mouse mice type thing or like moose or like a, like a deer moose deer? Thing? Is yeah. it like a deer deer? Like uh, you know, so basically. I, I after this episode, I was thinking to myself, "What if the Mandalorian is about the group of people, like the title of the show? Like, sure, it starts off he is the Mandalorian. It's a soul thing, but maybe in yeah. this season, it's about the group of Mandalorian." Well, that's a thing, a pattern that's been happening with all the episode titles, where mm-hmm. you know the convert could be Bo-Katan, could be Pershing. You know, the apostate mm. could be Din, could be Bo-Katan, and now this one is the foundling, could be Grogu, could be uh, Paz Vizsla's son, who is not mm-hmm. a foundling then, because they didn't find no, him. No, Bo-Katan's a foundling. Bo-Katan's, Bo-Katan's the foundling. Oh, yeah, that, that's... Oh. Like, hmm. not by age, but, yeah, like, you know, by, by, by every Terminology, yeah. Um, um... I want to shout out a couple people. Uh, if you're watching us again live, you're watching us on Twitch or YouTube. Twitch is our main one, twitch.tv slash the Keek Show. Shout out to Ed1138. Shout out to Dr. Derpy. Shout out to Mr. Plow out there. Um, there are some positive comments from these uh everybody out there. Uh there's some negative ones just talking about how like not being a fan of this kind of main story, and that's okay. As long as we're, uh, you know, we're critical constructively. That's kind of what we're talking yeah. about here. Um, <laughs> Ed Ed1138 says, Grogu's purpose is to sell merchandise. I would say yes, except for the fact that in season one, they didn't have the merchandise ready by Christmas, which yeah. meant to me that his purpose wasn't to sell merchandise. It definitely it, was in season two time frame. It was like anything yeah. that could have a Grogu on it had. I saw Grogu crockpots, you know? It's like a slow cooker with Grogu on it, and I was like, "What? If, if you can put a Grogu on it, yeah, yeah, you, you you're gonna got it. You're gonna love this, Sarah. Um, <laughs> I have a Grogu and Mando waffle maker. 
call back does to it print shirt. a exactly. image Perfect. on it all of yeah my it, ha it oh. has the it has them on it yeah that's cool that's i don't cool. have that i do have the mandalorian waffles like the ego waffles oh yes 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 I, I have i have had at the premiere they they made us ice cream sandwiches with them so that was really cool but it, but they were it was totally misleading because they're like there's food like next door in Ghirardelia. i'm like oh, okay like food what am i and they're like here's an ice cream sandwich and a a gogurt with grogu on it here's a grogurt and i was like i haven't had that's a gogurt and I know, I'm like, that's not, thank, I'm very grateful and so blessed, but that is not food. That's like but. after I had my daughter and um, after surgery, they were like, yeah, you can eat now. And they brought me like an Italian ice. And I was like, that's not food. I that's haven't yet. eaten in 42 Good. hours. So um, Ed1138 says, well, they didn't have the Grogu toys ready because they would have been leaked and spoiled the surprise. So then I raise you one that their surprise trumped the merchandise so in that way like you would say that they're like the not wanting to spoil the surprise meant more to them than selling merchandise for season one for season two for a little bit one. different now this episode uh sarah did you I don't did you mention this pre-show or this show like i did i did say it pre-show but i think i might have said it last week Right. Which is with the, is that what I'm going to say yeah. right now? Okay, yeah. with the abnormally long runtime of last episode and the abnormally short runtime of this episode, I think that last episode was supposed to be a totally separate one-off of just the Pershing stuff. But then they like kind of balked. They got scared of like, oh, we can't not have any Mando and Grogu in it. So they put in those little end caps because last episode was the longest episode the Mandalorian has ever done. And this episode is the shortest episode they've ever done by one minute, but still the shortest they've ever done. It was pretty, so I pretty think, short. yeah. And even the like the tagline on it, the description on Disney Plus says like Din and Bokatan like return to the covert, you know, which they technically already did last episode. So I think that was supposed to be here, but they were like, oh, we have to put some. I think it was like a last minute edit. That's my thought. So like maybe the original way they they meant for this the previous episode was that it was going to be an all Pershing episode and that the sandwich parts the beginning and the intro and the outro that deal with uh Bo and Din would have been kind of in the beginning of this episode I think so that makes sense that makes or sense or at least or at least the end like some part of it would have been at the beginning of this episode that's my thought. yeah yeah uh some of their choices are weird just on what they include in which episodes like book of boba fett included and then like i don't know anyway um this uh sarah i know you 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 took uh you took a lot of notes sure did how does this some of them some episode... of the notes some of the notes say that was stupid okay that's fair. i feel bad about it um yeah. By the way, uh, real quick, what's everybody talking about the mountain being shown in the blah, blah, blah? Oh, in the flashback, I'm the in Coruscant, where it's like the mountain peak, that happens, they they like swerve past that in the Order 66 oh, flashback. Oh, that mountain. I thought the mountain that the Aerodactyl thing, I'm going to call him an Aerodactyl because he looked like a Pokemon, uh, <laughs> that Aerodactyl was had his nest on. I thought that's the mountain people were talking about. Okay. 
umat umate or something yeah yeah um um it starts off yeah it starts off on yeah. on that beachfront mm-hmm. kind of area yeah combat training yeah. combat training and then they make grogu fight um in my notes i wrote i hate this but yeah. that's just because i don't want him to fight i don't i don't want him to be doing that uh yeah. i know it's logical that he should learn how to fight but i don't want him um to be fighting but i did love that uh bokatan says my dad was the same way he's just proud of you the the bokatan grogu relationship is a real delightful surprise um the way she talks about din to grogu and it's very sweet um dom did you watch clone wars at all i i started and then i stopped i made it to like halfway of season one i keep saying i'm gonna watch it and i just never do it gets better i i've i've i must i must admit i have not seen every episode of clone wars uh i've seen a good amount but then people come on this show and then they're like all this mandalore lore and I'm like, I'm lost. I don't. Yeah. I don't always know. I'm, you know. I'm a. I'm a. I'm the Star Wars fan that gets it late. You know that friend when you tell the joke and then they're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that's that's me." I I need a little extra minute. Like when I talk about Star Wars, you can kind of see the wheels turning a little bit more just because I'm so new to it. I haven't yeah. really like dove into books and. I know the movies and stuff, but I don't know it obviously as well as some of my friends. So I'm not yeah. a season. Yeah. But but that's why we have each other, right? I feel like exactly. you know, yeah. Okay. Together we got one, you know. Big brain. Yeah, one big brain. <laughs> one big brain. One big brain cell. Yeah. Um we we start off with with back on that beachfront, and I keep expecting that like that big old crocodile to come out Mm -hmm. yeah why did they pick a planet that was so populated with giant terrifying creatures or are they all like that (laughs) so that that is an interesting question somebody somebody brought up that it's like literally planet australia where everything's trying to kill you and like there's gonna be giant spiders next episode oh yeah um but like it is a good question. Why did they choose that? And I think it's one of two reasons. One is that like the natural fauna will deter anyone from coming at them. And then second, in a similar but but different vein, is that nobody would expect them to have retreated to the most dangerous planet like they could have gone. So anyone looking for them would have been like, well, why would they do that? That why would anyone go to Australia? It's kind of like that. Exactly. Yeah. No one's out there. True. Very true. Uh, so maybe that's why. Hmm. Um, uh, Ed one Ed one one three eight says they decided to live on Planet Monster of the Week. Yeah, I yeah. I don't yeah. think if if the plan is to do a Monster of the Week the way they did like a Bounty of the Week, that's not going to work for me. I did no. not find this storyline nearly as compelling as any of the like little bounty tricks that they went on mm-hmm. uh yeah first of all um that kid shot grogu with paintballs so frankly 
I don't care if he gets eaten by a dragon. Um, also, he's Paz Vizsla's son, so strike two. Uh, You're so but- mean. <laughs> Paz Vizsla's a dick. He sucks. He's when warm- he was, I'm warm when enough. When he was climbing up that mountain with the giant gun, I was like, Paz, do we need, do you need the giant gun on right now? That thing you didn't even use it. He's compensating. Of course he (laughs) didn't even use it. Um, my first note of that was very stupid. Um, was like the Grogu hopping around. It it just it looks dumb. And the whole Mm. idea of like your combat training is you guys are gonna stand six feet apart from each other and just point a dart at each other, like give them like do a hide and seek, right? Like be like, okay, now run. And you know, but I thought it's a quick draw. They're in front of each other. Until I thought it was like supposed jumps. to be like a quick draw thing. When I was watching I guess, that, scene... why he get hit? Three, why he get to hit him three yeah. times? Why didn't the first kid just hit him three times? I don't know why that made. I thought that too. Like, why didn't the first kid hit him three times and just hit it over with? Yeah, when I was watching that scene, I kept thinking of a uh, Bedron. SNL where he's like, my son don't have ADD. He just like to jump. That's all I kept thinking about. Wait, what was that? What was that from? Um, Which sketch? um, It's the one where he's playing like an old like Latina mom and then the son brings the like the typical white girl and she's like, oh, you know, and it's like stereotyping like Latina moms. I think that's the skit that it's it's in yet. I think so. I have to put that on TikTok now before someone else (laughs) No, that's what I was like. I was like, I was like, I, was like, I, need, yeah. to, I was like, I need to, I need to <laughs> gotta gotta hop on. on it. Yeah, someone's gonna post it before we can get to it. I think Every somebody so often, did it in a in a previous episode, but that's all that. That's all they did that with. They do that with every every. Someone did it with Ellie of The Last of Us. Mm. I think when she fell off the horse, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, Mr. Plow says, also the rules explained where you could shoot the darts in any order. Like, why does the order matter? I don't know. That whole dart thing. What are the rules to this? It was, yeah. Because the kid shot him once, the kid shot him twice, and then Grogu's like, okay. And then he does this, like, jump, <laughs> jump back, three shots, and they're like, he's obviously Twins. the winner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? Okay, and then and then the kid gets uh, scooped up by a dragon, yep. right? Which uh, you could see coming from literally a mile away. That dragon yeah. comes up and over the cliff, and the kid's like, "Because <laughs> he's Paz Vizsla's son." I, I also I feel bad. who is who did Paz? Who's his mom? That's true. That's a question I want answered. I need to see other female Mandalorian because, right? like, I don't know. I don't know who else is, is is female. And we also haven't heard any of the other Mandalorians talk. Like they're just kind of there. Like there's like background them. chatter, but like none of them have names. Like none of them have any. I did like that at the end where they clapped with their gauntlets that was cool. clapping together. I did like that. That was yeah. cool. I was like, oh my my 3D printed gauntlets could never. <laughs> I I I wrote down a note about that, the clapping with the gauntlets. Uh, m- mostly because, well, first, like when you clap with gloves, they're not, it's not quite mm, like it goes yeah. boom, 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 right? But like, I also thought about, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, the steel on steel. Mm-hmm. You know, how the, like the armorer was talking about how they are the metal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just thought to myself, if they're, 
expressing applause for each other and for the community that maybe steel on steel is a coming together of each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm just making this up. Maybe this is my honors English high school <laughs> class that's get you know, like the, the they tell you to look like why were the curtains that blue? Color, <laughs> you know, the curtains are blue. What does bl- well blue. when you look at it, blue symbolizes I'm mm-hmm. like right okay that's my biggest english teacher flex is i teach the great gatsby and i never ask them what does the green light at the end of the dock mean so oh, like, I, I don't care let's talk I think about I know. how all these characters are terrible yeah, um, people I, I, like, exactly. that's much more interesting uh exactly. green green uh symbol no, well, to me okay. green symbolizes money and that's the american <laughs> dream on the other side of the of the the harbor his american dream isn't money his american dream is daisy but he tr- thought that money would get him there. I was reading. I was reading the Great Gatsby, uh, junior, junior. Was it junior? Junior great, English. Great Gatsby and, Junior. Mm-hmm. Great Gatsby Junior. And yeah. uh, the TA that was above me, she was like, "We had a theory, and the professor hated it, so I'm gonna pass it on to you." And, and like my queer brain could not unsee it. Is that um, what's his what's his name? Nick. Uh, yeah, is yeah, in love Nick. with Gatsby. Yeah. It's Bosnia. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, how could the teacher not like, how could she not? Well, I get why she didn't like it, but yeah. I was like, it's all right there. And that mm-hmm. just made that just made the, the novel more interesting for me. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's like going? one of the that's one of the titles of my pair of PowerPoints. Oh, is Nick, that. are you in love with Gatsby? Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> um, I am not a person that ever. Oh. says this phrase but when they were flying on the jetpacks i thought the cgi was shitty i'm not someone who goes after cgi i'm not someone who's ever like that looked bad because i'm like you know what i don't care if it looks realistic it's star wars um however yeah. it looked it like it looked silly to me which part like comically bad when they were flying after the dragon on their jetpacks mm. it it looked real. It looked real bad. Also, their jetpacks ran out of fuel, which seemed, uh, again, kind of dumb. Like, was that the first time we've ever seen their jetpacks run out of fuel? On this show, I think so. And are we to assume that they have a huge tank of fuel for everyone's jetpacks? I suppose so. Yeah. Maybe it's solar power. That, that was what I thought. I was like, maybe it's solar. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously just a setup so that Bo-Katan can go ahead and be like yeah. the leader, but uh, still, I was like, this is, why, you know, okay. I guess he flew too far and they couldn't get him. I mean, I, like, I was okay with that other than the whole, like, the way they cut the falling, like they would fall and then it would cut to them be like, what? Yeah. Right. Like, that was a shot. It's like in a in House of the Dragon now, I guess. Sorry, I Demetri, I'm so sorry. I always bring up House of the Dragon, but there was a literal dragon in this episode, so I have an excuse. Where they said yeah. that that they're not going to show anyone getting on and off a dragon anymore because it's too expensive. So like mm-hmm. they can do the real good CGI on the dragon coming into land, and then the person's just off the dragon. Like we cut away and they're off the dragon. Like we're not dealing with climbing on and off a dragon, and that's kind of what it was. They're falling mm-hmm. and then they've landed right we don't it's it's It's, strange it's kind of like in video games they don't they try not to animate people handing people things 
because when you hand like it's too it's too much yeah when your character hands another person like it's it's always like off frame or in pokemon it's just like do 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 (laughs) i'm like that's it um yeah i mean this episode was kind of weird and it was just kind of short but like it had some like cool cool stuff um order 66 flashback oh yeah let's talk about that flashback um Ahmed Best. Truly a bizarre character to bring in. Truly bizarre. It's Ahmed Best's character that hosts the Jedi Temple Challenge kid show. Like his Jedi name in that show is the same as this show, which puts him in canon. As hosting a children's show about becoming a jedi where they do like american ninja warrior stuff right which makes sense if you think about continuity wise there are no children jedi past episode three for the most part right so like it makes sense that he was a prequel jedi um dom have you seen episode one two and three yes i have so ahmed best is jar jar binks like he that the jedi who saves grogu the actor played jar jar binks and the sad oh, story okay. yeah the sad story about that is like everybody hated jar jar yeah and misa loved jar jar i'm fine with jar jar he's a looney tune character but like whatever he is but people were so mean to him that like ahmed best it drove him to almost end it and so like i did like that, yeah. he went through a huge depression and like, but he still loves Star Wars, and so they put him on the Temple Challenge show, and then now mm-hmm. in this, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Does it, I I had I had heard about all that uh, that Jar Jar stuff um, with him, and uh, it's so sad. You know, same thing with like young Anakin. It's just like people are so mean. I'm like that poor kid. Yeah. yeah, I I was happy to see him and to see him look red and do red stuff. A lot of yeah. awesome lightsaber action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loved it. Um, just yeah, just for me, th- I thought that was a strange. I was like, oh, I should should I know who this person is? And then I googled it, and I was like, what? <laughs> First of all, there was like a Legend of the Hidden Temple Jedi children's show. Like that's what it sounded like to me. And it was like, oh, from, and from when I first heard of it, I was like, okay, that's, yeah, that's on par for mid, you know, 2010s. And then it was like June, 2020. And I was like, yeah, oh, it's a recent thing. Um, Yeah. So that's wild. I remember when it came out, but I didn't watch it because I don't need to. I don't need to watch everything Star Wars related. It's cool. Kids can have that. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's good. And it was good for him um, to get out there and have like work. Um, you know, because yeah. work can be really tough. Um, and so uh to see him in this, I saw him appear and I'm like, that looks like him. And then I was like, no, nah, that can't be. That's not. Is that him? Am I wrong? Am I if I say if what if I come on the show right now and I say it and it wasn't him? Like mm-hmm. that'd be weird. So then I looked it up and like nobody had posted because it, it was so new. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna look him up, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's literally him. Yeah, just look. I luckily the episode was only 32 minutes long, so I had plenty of time to Google. Yeah. With that being said, 
I thought that this sequence was too long. I did not think we needed the entire chase through the skies of Coruscant. Uh, I was like, I think just him being traumatized about Order 66 happening, like, you know, or maybe her force pushing him into the, like, maybe just when they get on the on the ship, that's enough. Like, I yeah. felt like it was way longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which is odd because it's like it didn't drag the episode I was just like I felt like it was longer than it needed to be yeah especially like we all know we all know what happens in order 66 and like obviously we we didn't even like I I enjoy I enjoy flashback but it's like even without the flash like we we know everyone you know and Grogu made it great Grogu made it out it's like it's just like a oh whoa order 66 moment it, it was yeah. more emotionally impactful, his face watching, like, hearing the armor. Like, yeah. when he looked so scared, I was like, y- you know, you know, I protect Baby Ruru always. So I was oh, like, yeah. why are you making him sad? You're making him sad, right? So it was like, okay, I I get it, but I'm more worried for scared Grogu in the present than I yes. am for Grogu during Order 66. So I think if they would have had him go out and then give Ahmed Best his moment with like the dual wielding the sabers and then have them get on like the bike and cut it there, I think that would have been just right for me. I didn't need the chase through Coruscant. Yeah. I think it was just to get like Mr. Plow's right. Like it was to give Ahmed Best his moment. I think they were just like, yeah, let's just, let's give him his, that amount of time. I think they're just like, you know, let's him. make him the hero for the longest time possible um and for that yeah, and, and i don't i, like I just that. that's a you know that's a little criticism that's not uh yeah. you know it didn't mm-hmm. didn't make or break the entire season of the mandalorian for me i was just like yeah. i think it went on a little too long but mm-hmm. yeah um i think it's also was kind of a long like elongated scene for people who there are different types of star wars fans right like as we all know Very they're true. the ones who want to think about it and they're the ones who just are like, we just want Order 66 again, over and over. Like, that's what we're here for all the time. We just want Clone Wars live action stuff uh, and fight scenes and whatnot. And so for this, it was like, okay, yeah, chase through Coruscant, you know, clone troopers, bang, bang, ships, ship took off. That was cool. It was a cool shot coming out of Coruscant and then out. And like, I think it was to... to to appease some other people who you know it might also help my mom who is watching the mandalorian but uh has i don't think ever seen episode three so she will probably have no knowledge of what order 66 is so maybe seeing a longer scene of it and understanding what's happening will help her yeah um who are the spaceship guards who are those like red guard guys that like fought against order 66 like before they just died they were just like get to the ship i i had a moment of wild speculation and then i was like wait that doesn't make any sense but when he's like i have some friends and i was like oh is it gonna be the ghost crew and then i was like no that doesn't that doesn't work that's not kanan was a literal child during order 66 i was like that's the the timeline doesn't match up for that um, I thought it was going to be Rebels, but I was like, no, that doesn't. I mean, it's more likely to be the Bad Bench. Yeah. I mean, that's some that's some corporate synergy. If the Bad Batch... Do you watch the Bad Batch, Dom? No, I don't. I, I, I'm... No, I haven't. Isn't... isn't okay. 
isn't it it also had an episode tonight right was that was that something yeah they're go, yeah. they're going on at the same time i'm a little yeah. behind on bad batch though it's it's okay i like it but you don't have to feel bad for not watching it tom i also this don't watch it i am is not a little a, bit tougher. I'm, not a, I'm not a clone wars that's not my era so I'm i like, like clone wars. I, much love to the clones uh i don't care and it's like one of those things where i'm like if i start now i'll never get to the clone the clone love that some people have yeah so why even <laughs> i don't ever get yeah to the clone love I, I have is for my friends that cosplay them. Yes. That's like, I support you. Them. Yeah, I support you. Uh, I don't understand, but I support you. Just like, yeah. Just like, um, <laughs> because we're all on TikTok, uh, you guys watch like, or when you're like scrolling through TikTok and you get clips of shows and then it's mm-hmm. just like, what? Uh, yep. So yeah, like I, I've been getting back into South Park because of that. But also I saw a Clone Wars clip of an episode I didn't see and it was really sad and it just makes me want to go and watch the episodes I never saw. No, I totally understand that. Someone posts like they post the most emotional clip and then everyone's like, they cut it right at right at like the best part. And then you're like part two. And then that's like their whole thing is posting episode clips. So you're like, great. Now let me try and find it. Now you're trying to search. Like I refuse to get on said streaming app and go find that episode. <laughs> but I also want to know what happens. Yeah, that, that that's my for you page. Like when I'm supposed to be asleep It's just a bunch of it's a lot of like cop shows or like Disney Channel shows that like I've heard of, but like I don't watch. And I'm like, dang, maybe maybe I should start watching that. That's what, yeah. yeah. Once I get to like the Grey's Anatomy clips, I know I've been yeah. scrolling for too long. Oh, yeah. They're just throwing anything at me. And I'm like, I need to go to sleep now. Yeah. I now love I'm doom scrolling. <laughs> there was a while that I there was clips for this one show, which is like a, a hospital show. But it was like, it kept showing me clips of like this episode where it's like, this guy has a brain tumor and it turns him into like a racist. And like, I'm like, what is this show? It looks so cool. And then like, and then I saw the end and I was like, oh, and then I looked it up and I think that's the only episode that has to deal with that. And I'm like, all right, I guess. Yeah. So it was the only interesting part. Now, this episode, uh, I did write a bunch of uh, uh, notes. Um, Bo-Katan mentions these, uh, these are no higher than my blah, blah, blah. Like she mentions like she's, like the nest is not any higher than something that she used to do, right? Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of Luke when Luke says in Empire in, in New Hope, um, I used to fly and shoot womp rats smaller than that, or something like that. Whatever the quote is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to bullseye him in Beggar's Canyon, I think. Yeah. Which we got a callback to in uh Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it just reminded me of that. Was that on purpose? I don't know. She seems to be getting into it. The whole like, how do you eat with your helmet on? Um, I don't know. She, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Bo. I feel like it, it, it see, I don't know if seeing the Mythosaur was like that much of a turning point for her that's going to convince her to join this group but also the armorer seems to not believe her or like not give her any answers i'm skipping to the end but 
There was yeah. that moment where she told her, she was like, what if I say I saw a mythosaur? Love the new pauldron. I immediately was like, oh, I know some cosplayers that are like, okay, having to get screenshots right now, some Bo-Katan cosplayers. Um, but the armor says, when you choose to walk the way of the Mandalore, you'll see many things, which seems like a, sure you did, hon. Like, mm-hmm. well, sure, she you said saw it the was ma- visions, right? She was yeah, like, oh, yeah, first she yeah, said yeah, visions. visions. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think the armor believes her. It could also be a political thing. Like, mm. like, will the armorer lose people to Bo-Katan if Bo-Katan claims she saw the mythosaur and let's just say the armorer and her disagree on something? Could it split the tribe into two? Well, the armorer, like, straight up hates her or at least did in Book of Boba Fett. She's like, uh, you know, Boba Fett and her clan, like, they didn't walk the way. They split up mm-hmm. Mandalore and, like, mm-hmm. she blames Bo... Like, at that point, she was blaming Bo-Katan for, like, the destruction of Mandalore. So I definitely can see there being some, like, just below the skin resentment there. Yeah. That she wouldn't want to be like, oh, you saw the Mandalore, like, the Mythosaur? Like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's going to be, like, a political intrigue kind of thing with her. Is she her new BFF or is she an FBFF? A fake BFF? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's the vibes? Because we can't see the faces. Yeah, Yeah. I... I'm thinking, yeah, more just because of, like, yeah, what Sarah was saying in Book of Boba Fett, getting more fake BFF. But but then I also, you know, it's hard, too, because the armor has that tone that you don't... that. I'm like, are you being sarcastic or is that just like, is that just your vibe? And you're right, like we can't see the facials. So I'm wondering, maybe it's because, you know, that they they bathe. Oh my gosh, my cat. He's, I don't know if you hear the bell. He's like, he's like roaming around, like he sees the whole setup. Um, Maybe because they bathe in the waters, it's like, oh, okay. Like you are for real and, you know, you are following our way. So maybe, 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 maybe I believe you. But I'm definitely leaning more towards the fake. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like, no, I feel like you're right. Like, there's a vibe of like, okay, hun, like you bathed in the waters, but let's not say you saw a mythosaur. Like she's, yeah, I think it is, you know, if Bo-Katan bathed in living waters and saw the mythosaur, like that's, has the armor ever seen a mythosaur? I don't think so. Like it's so that kind of thing. So I think it could definitely be a kind of a threat to the hold the armor has on the group. Yeah. Um, I want to see the armor and Bo-Katan duke it out is what oh, I yeah. want. I want to fight. Oh, yeah. So bad. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I was hanging out with the armorer, it's hard. Like, I can't see her face. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know what, what she's thinking. Uh, I feel like it'd be like, I'd, I'd be like, does she want to kiss me? Should I go in for a kiss? Like, it's that like, yes, no. What are we, are we, is this a, uh, is this a moment? No. Nope. Uh. She's got that velvety uh, voice. It's like she does have that velvety voice. And she once again faked me out. I thought she was making a helmet for Grogu again, and it wasn't. It was a strange piece of armor. It was a medallion. He, way he too to large put it on a chain. No, she called it a. I know because I wrote it down. A, a, it's like a ron- rondel. What rondel? Ron. So it is a piece of armor that sits like right here. Mm. Oh, okay. like below the chest like 
around armpit, like chest plate, shoulder plate, and the raw goes right here. You can see a lot of like medieval armor, but it's like a, so like, big. Like a big lapel. It's like yeah, kind of like right like here. Storm has the X right here. Yeah, like yeah like X, kind of a little like bit more. Cyclops does. Yeah. So that I'm when you sure. raise your hand, your armpit isn't exposed. I guess. Oh, hmm. it's a it's an armpit guard. It's like goes over it like this, so it would be like I don't know anything. That's a plate. Here, I'll use the Great Gatsby. Wrong. Yeah, so it goes like right here. So oh yeah, like move it. Okay. Well, I have. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's normally the one on each side. I just loved how big it was. They, do, they like, look weird though but we're getting closer and closer to uh them putting a helmet on baby grogu and i don't know if they cut yeah. out the sides so the ears can pop out maybe i'll be okay with it because hmm. my daughter wants to cosplay that she wants to cosplay baby grogu with his ears sticking out That's... Hmm. i mean there's there's fan art that are you know yeah. there's some good fan art out there with yeah. grogu with a mandalorian helmet um so uh what yeah i i wrote down medallion just because it was just like that's what he's gonna like. wear that like yeah for the rest of his life also the flashback grogu was even babier like yeah he looked even younger in the flashback the the babyest yoda that's the baby will that be the babyest we've ever we'll ever see i will not stop until i see him born be born oh <laughs> I don't think we're ready for that. I don't, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, can you imagine newborn baby Grogu? He's like yay big. Well, do you think he's that small? <laughs> like a little know. pee, just a tiny like little, a little pee. pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, start okay. Um, <laughs> now I want to see it. So, what I thought was interesting is that, like, th- there's two things. One is. The, the the quote that they say in the beginning, one doesn't speak unless one knows, goes exactly opposite to Bo-Katan. Because Bo-Katan seems like she wants to learn. And she always asks questions. She asks a lot of questions about culture and customs because she wants to be uh, uh, respectful and she also wants to be a part of it, right? At least from what we can see. Um, but for the most part, Everybody, even Paz uh, Vizla, is willing to teach, willing to share, instead of withholding knowledge. And and yeah, Which, and she technically now led the mission that saved his son's life. Yeah. Yeah. So he's definitely going to have more respect for her now. Yeah. Also, I don't know what that means. I don't know what one must know before they. What, what was it? I one doesn't speak unless like one tw- knows. Yeah, I don't understand what that means. I don't know. Maybe don't talk bullshit. Like, mm. don't don't inflate yourself. Like, I don't know. It, it's in reference to the kid, right? That was Ragnar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being like, I don't know. I also love like pre Vizla, Paz Vizla, Ragnar. Like breaking the cycle. Ragnar and Vizla. Yeah. We're gonna go way out, way off the. Uh... He wasn't gonna be post Vizla. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, what was I? What was I gonna? Uh... And we got the bet. How did they fit the baby dragons on that ship? I wonder. It was yeah, uh, yeah. on the inside when they brought the dragons out. I was like, I was like, 
Okay. We're going to train them and fly them? But yeah, the Mandalorians continue to just wreak havoc on the... Like, the Mandalorians are essentially an invasive species on this planet. Like, these animals are just trying to get some food and trying to live in their natural habitat, and they are getting murdered by the Mandalorians. I I was really sad, actually, because I didn't think that they were going to go back. I was like, without the mama Aerodactyl, um, the baby Aerodactyls are going to die. Like, I just knew that from the get-go. I was like, okay. When that yeah. mom spit the that kid out, I I laughed out loud. That, that was, <laughs> that was pretty, just that, the visual of it was funny. so funny. I was like, "Where is he?" And also, it was like, "Okay, birds do that, but they chew it up first. That's the whole point." Like, yeah. how did how did the kid get in his mouth? Yeah, he just she just like swallowed so the kid funny. whole. Like, yeah, <sighs> the kid's just chilling for a whole day, like. In the stomach, it's like it's like giving uh, Marlin and Dory in the in the whale. In the whale, mm. it might be. I mean, he might have like a pouch in his mouth, like a swirl. But this also opens the door for Grogu to explore more of his Force connection with animals, mm-hmm. like he did. He, you know, he was able to kind of put the Rancor to sleep, and we know that Jedi's can have special connection. And then we got the Purgles which connect to Ezra and his mm-hmm. special connection mm-hmm. with animals. So I, I th- I'm i assuming that's why they brought those dragons back. Cause like if you just leave them. So yeah, I think we're going to have a Daenerys Targaryen moment with baby Grogu and his little dragon or giant dragon babies. I mean, <laughs> his little dragon that's twice his size. He's on a dragon. Din's on a dragon. Bo-Katan's on the Mythosaur. And Bo- Boba's on the Rancor. Boba's on the Rancor. Yes. You know. Um, I want to see that adventure. That's the team up adventure I want. Yeah. I mean, on there, on at that animals. point, at that point, like, it's just a, like, animal team up kind of Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Like, they all have their own animals. Um, I'm all for it. I mean, it seems like all the main Mandalorians tend, tend to, like, have an attachment to one animal. Yeah, specifically. So, like, maybe these these uh, uh, these aerodactyls are are Grogu's. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe he gets a little thing of an aerodactyl, but he already got the the the. Yeah, he has the mud horn. He's like gonna be walking, horn. and he's just yeah. gonna be like planking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, anytime you see, there's that thing of like. You know, when you see a baby with like a pit bull that loves it, you know, um, or there's someone on TikTok where there's a guy that has like a giant, almost like a demon looking puppet thing that he goes in and like a little tiny girl like befriended him and thought he looked like a wolf or something. It's like, it's that hmm. that vibe of like that tiny vibe. baby giant hellhounds. Yeah. Um. Oh, I thought that was a Jurassic World moment. When the aerodactyl but, falls in the water and then that the crocodile from the first episode comes up, that scares the shit out of me. I am so scared. Prehistoric animals, deep ocean, deep yep. ocean prehistoric animals. Oh, yeah. It scares me. It is. Yeah, it's the ocean is just so scary. The fact that like we haven't, ex- what have we explored? It's like, like not even like less than 5%. Yeah, and it's just like, 
it just like keeps going and going and it's so dark and I don't know. Yeah, the ocean, the ocean's scary. I'm I'm like, leave it alone. That's that's yeah, their thing. That's, and then they're that's like, for Namor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're they're like scientists dove down and found this. I'm like, why why yeah, can't we just mind our business? That. Like we stay there, they stay there. Yeah. Let the Atlanteans be, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Um so so what was I? Uh, something that I, uh, by the way, this episode was directed by Carl Weathers. Oh, I thought that was interesting. You know, I have no problem with the direction of the episode. Do you guys? Yeah. No, it was just kind of really. the story. Was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the story. I think there were some things that were a little bit goofy looking. Um, and yeah, it seems like the story's really inching forward. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm concerned about how it's all going to come together and where we're going. It's yeah. like, okay, so Din, and again, I just don't like episodes where they don't give Din Jaren a lot to do. He didn't, yeah. I mean, he technically saved that kid. I didn't but... even know that that was him. I was like, when he said thank you, I was like, oh, that was Din that saved him. I didn't, I was yeah. like, I, I, I missed it. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah, uh, Bo's opening up a little bit I had to about look at the colors. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah, I love all the colors. I love the other Mandalorians. I would love to hear them speak. Um, yeah. I would love to, you know, get some information. I think the whole idea is like, if you're gonna do it, do it right. So, if we're gonna yeah. meet all these others, if we're gonna see these dozens of other Mandalorians around and this little thing like they're around the campfire and i wrote in my notes i was like oh mandalorian campfire and then they all left yeah and i was like <laughs> i think we should chat i think we should have a campfire talk right yeah and talk about stories yeah, talk about you know how you came to the uh to the covert right and maybe if exactly. Bo is gonna try to make a play of some sort for for any kind of leadership maybe it's going to be Bo reaching out to people and finding out about them. That's what I would hope. Cause like, yeah. yeah, if, if we are going to care about any of these Mandalorians, then we have to know who they are. And it's almost exactly. a bad sign that that's Paz Vizsla's son. Cause it's like the same, it's the Skywalker problem, right? Like, okay, so we only care about that kid cause he's Paz Vizsla's son. And that's the other, he's not just a random Mandalorian foundling. He's Paz Vizsla's son, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also mentioned that there's a trial and error, or no, not they mentioned, I mentioned, or I'm saying there's a trial and error thing when they said that it's happened before in the past, and like they haven't been able to save all these kids that have been snatched. Yeah, there was a helmet yeah. in the nest. Yeah, I, I thought that I thought that was the sun's helmet, but I'm like, that's just one of the lost, yeah, the lost, to- the lost ones. Yeah. I don't think they can afford for that thing to be snatching up kids. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why there's not many kids. They've all been snatched. Up. They've all been snatched up. Where was Paz Vizsla's kid this whole time? Wait. Oh, no. Is this? Is this? That's the timeline. Is this, the, the time- is this because of the timeline now? But that kid's like 10. That kid's not five, so that doesn't yeah. make any sense. He's like nine or ten, so it doesn't make any sense for it to be... He was just an absentee father this whole time? I guess so. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Paz Vizsla. 
Sorry. You just do like, not like I'm Paz going too far. I'm going too far with the Paz. I don't really have that much against Paz Vizsla. But yeah, because when he's in Boba Fett, when it's just the two of them, they mm-hmm. make it known that it's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not there at the beginning of the covert, which at most was five years ago. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a great point. Where did mm-hmm. this kid come from? You think, do you think that's like his, like his son? Or do you think it's like, a Joel Ellie type thing where it's like, or even like a, 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 a Din and Grogu thing where it's like, he's my son because like, I look after him and we've built this bond or like, this is my, this is my literal spawn. I mean, it would explain why his name's Ragnar. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have been with his mom. Uh, yeah. And then she's dropping him off for like Mandalorian summer camp. Um, yeah. You need to watch after your kid. Yeah. He is your son. Um, also, this is like the nitpickiest nitpick. I truly did not hate this episode. There were just a lot of individual moments where I was like, that's dumb. And one of them is Paz Vizsla. He, Din hands the kid back to him. And Paz Vizsla goes, thank you. And Din goes, this is the way. And I was like, man, just say you're welcome. Just say like you. Like, you don't have to, because then it's like, well, why did Paz Vizsla say this is the way? And then you say this is the way. And we all know that it went, thank you and you're welcome. That that was the right? way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, you don't have to say it for everything. Like, we get it. We get yeah. what this is the way means. <laughs> I mean, is it yeah. going to get to a point, heavens forbid, Bo-Katan says, I love you to Din Djarin. And he goes, this is the way? You know, one thing that I, I try to take it with a grain of salt because I didn't know if it was something serious or if it was just Pedro being Pedro. When uh, Before they showed us the episode, he was talking uh, with uh, with uh, John, Fa- John Favreau and Dave Filoni. And I don't remember the actress that plays Bogotan, what her name is, but she was up there as well. Mm. And then Pedro Katie goes Saka. like, he's like, yeah, he's like, He's like, just wait till you guys see what she does to me this season. And then we're all like, what? And then and then John Favreau's like, that's what... and we're all like, what is that? What does that mean? And I don't know if it's him leaning into like the fact that the internet is obsessed with him and you know, the whole, the whole their whole obsession with him, or if it's generally like a thing. So that's one thing that is always playing in the back of my head every episode. I'm like, what did you mean by that? Mm. so I'm yeah, like are we gonna just, yeah he's just baiting you know probably I wouldn't put it past him yeah <laughs> I, I like that we got to see Katie Sackhoff's face again uh for like three seconds I was like yeah yeah take your helmet off more <laughs> that's that's like the coolest and least coolest thing about the Mandalorians they don't take their helmet off like their helmets yeah. are super cool but I kind of want to see them like hanging out around the campfire with their helmets. I on. want, yeah. I, I, I want, I want that a lot. I mean, is it gonna get but to I a point where, like, I know that this is not that is not the way. So, but what if what if Bo-Katan changes the way? That's 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 something I've been kind of thinking a lot. Just her, like, kind of being seeming to be, you know, accepted and, but. Now she seems to just, uh, you know, learn their ways. And, but I'm like, are we going to switch back where she's like, well, this is the way we did it. And I kind of like it that way. Uh, I think that's possible. But my other idea is, so 
if in Book of Boba Fett, I know I'm going to say a timeline thing again, but in Book of Boba Fett, there's only two of them. The covert is like wiped out. There's only two of them. Yeah. And then it's maybe it's like a year later, right? So all these people that are here are not lifelong diehard followers of the way, right? So this idea that if Bo-Katan comes in and says, look, I, 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 you know, bathe in living waters, I said the vows or whatever, but listen, I saw the Mythosaur. I have the dark saber. Well, she doesn't have the dark saber, but, uh, you know, if she can convince people to do take on a new way, you know, because she was also felt very strongly about that the last time she said that they were a cult and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, all that kind of stuff. So this idea that maybe the new way can be a combination of the two. Yeah. Why is that? Why is the helmet thing so important? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, shout out to Kozka Media on YouTube saying Paz has a secret life. Yeah. <laughs> he has this, he I has mean- this like family in another town that he like yeah takes his helmet off all the time yeah what if paz had a mustache what if he had what if he had a shaggy like a shaggy rogers goatee like what kind of facial hair could he have i view him as having like a big like uh like a magnum pi type mustache like a mm. real, real strong mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like picturing it. That he like inexplicably grooms very well, even though he nobody sees it. Doesn't take his helmet off. I imagine him having like a baby boy face, like mm. perfectly shaved down to like the skin all the time. Never any stubble. Interesting. Just, uh, just you know. Just a bare baby bottom face. <laughs> hmm. I, I think uh, the, the the I think the butt chin. Oh, the full butt or the yeah. dimple? No, the full. The, the full. full butt. Hmm. The full oh. butt chin. See, if they took their helmets off, we would not be able to speculate wildly. Exactly. Um, what if he has just a gorgeous face? But isn't it John Favreau? Isn't it, or I heard is that the so, other one. The, I think the voice is John Favreau, but the body is somebody else. Yeah. That's what I heard. And but I heard that they changed his voice to the body's voice. So they oh. might be showing Paz Vizla's face soon. Mm. That's just what I heard. Um what I want to end this on is is kind of uh let's get ahead of the haters here um mm. people obviously hate on strong female characters uh characters like bo katan um saying why they're gonna say why is she leading the squad what's that that's that's who they have uh on imdb as a as a paz Vizla. yeah well it, it only says three episodes so I'm assuming, yeah, there's... I'm like, has he only been in three episodes? Or has he been more? I don't know. But that's what came That's what came up. Okay. And that's 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 kind of what I envisioned. Sorry. I was, took a little bird walk. It was like a weird mustache, right? It was like, 
Yeah, it was like, oh, is that Salvador Dali looking mustache? Yeah, but then a full beard, which you don't normally see that combo. You normally see yeah. like kind of one or the other. Because I feel yeah. like when they're together, it kind of blends in. But yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm. Um, I feel like getting ahead of like, I think that Bo Katan is really important to this group, uh, because she was raised in war. But this group was based in, raised in survival. So yes, this group can fight. This group can can you know blast their way out of situations, do what they need to do. But like she was an act like in an actual like war situation, yeah. right? She knows those tactics, which helps her track down like uh, the nest in this, right? Yeah. Survival is a little bit of different, like, kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys agree? Like, what makes Bo-Katan so special? I think she has the strategy part of it. Yeah. Yeah. She sees, like, all the, all the steps. I feel like, and I feel like we saw that very clearly in, in this episode, they're like, Paz is like, we need to get my son. It's like, that's my son. That's my boy. And <laughs> Bo-Katan's like, okay, I get it. But we need to make sure that we do this, this, and this. Because if not, this, this, and this is going to happen. So I think she kind of provides like the clear, the, 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 e- the easiest path that will, like she's, it's, she's very work smarter, not harder. And they're just like, let's go. And and she shows that from the beginning of this episode because yeah. when all of them hop on their jetpacks, she's the one that goes, "Wait, can a jetpack keep up with a dragon? No, I'm gonna get in my ship because she ship. also has yeah. a jetpack, but she exactly. doesn't go on her jetpack. She takes her ship, so she's way. I'm gonna say way smarter than all the other Mandalorian. Like she just has a different. She's got a strategic brain. Um, yeah. And I think she's more, yeah, they're more like melee fighters and she's more uh, strategic. Yeah. Hey, that guy stole my wallet. And everybody's like, like on their bicycles. Yeah. And she gets in the car. (laughs) She gets in the car. She's like, I'm gonna run this guy over. Exactly. Like, like, you know, like chase, like chase scenes when, when they're running after the car and I'm like, there's cars everywhere. Like, why are you running after a car? You know, yeah. you, you, there's no way you can keep Like, what are you going to do when you catch it? You're not going to... Exactly. You're not going to catch or, it, but what happens when you catch the car? Or, like, when they shoot at cars, and I, I'm always like, shoot at the tires, shoot at the tires. And they're like... <laughs> and I'm like, come on, <laughs> shoot the tires. They're not going anywhere. You're too smart, Dom. You're too smart. Thank you. My you're the, you're, you're clearly the Bo-Katan. Wow. That of, is, of that is a, I That is... The greatest compliment I've ever received. I like I like Bo Katan. I really do. I, I like Bo-Katan. her too. She is in. Is she in? The, she was in the. She's in Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Okay, that's how I was like. I was like, Clone. Oh, she's in something else, and I remember it was a yeah, it was a big thing when she when she came. I remember I was one of because my brother has seen the Clone Wars, so I was like, and he's like that Bo Katan, and I was like, well, I know that, but and then he explained it so. I, I feel like I do the reverse where I think most people um, would watch Clone Wars and then watch like enough Rebels to fill in the blanks. But I watch Rebels and then I watch enough Clone Wars to fill in the blanks where I'm like, okay, what do I need to watch to get the Mandalorian lore? Because I don't really 
care about the the Mandalore, right? The, yes, the Mandalore of it all. But yeah, yeah, I I hope it's a I don't know, like I like does Bo now think that she is worthy to lead the Mandalorians because she saw the Mythosaur and she needs to get some of the old way into her her line of thinking. Um, I feel like that conversation with the armorer is gonna push her back away because the way the yeah. armor just kind of hand waved away that she saw the freaking mythosaur like oh you see a lot of things when you walk the way of the mandalore it's like what well has anyone here seen a mythosaur like i think that that is going to i don't know i don't know what it's going to do to her but i feel like she's got to kind of call out the armor for being not like a false believer, but that thing of like, if you really care about the old way so much, like you should be freaked out and amazed that I saw the mythosaur or that there's a mythosaur potentially alive right now on Mandalore. But instead yeah. you just said, you see a lot of things when, mm. you know, like, yeah, like, okay. So do you just claim the way because that's the power that you hold over the group or do you really believe in it? Believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, that's kind of what I what I feel like and um with with the armor, you know, it's giving very like, well, this is what this is what we're supposed this is what we're supposed to do. But it's like, you know, how like how you said Book Tan, you know, she says it was it was very it was very culty. It feel she gives very like, well, we believe this, but we kind of don't really know why, like what we are believing in. It's just kind of like, well, that's what we're what we were taught. And maybe, you know, having both Tan take leadership or even show her the new way, it kind of maybe help them re like fully believe again and fully understand what that what that means. Like this is the way. Like, well, what like what does that mean to yeah. them? As we wrap things up. Oh, maybe one doesn't speak unless one knows. Bo-Katan is trying to know more so she can speak mm-hmm. in a way. She can lead, right? Yeah. Um. Real quick before we get going, what do we... Th- what, what, let's get some quick thoughts about where this is going. Uh, personally, I think Bo-Katan is going to try to sway people to her side in order to take Mandalore back, which goes okay. against the teachings of the convert. Or covert, whatever it's called. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Mandalore's not cursed. Let's try to go back there. And then the armor is going to have a no. And then it's going to be like, well, I thought you guys cared about Mandalore so much. Yeah, I think there's going to, I think there's definitely a clash between uh, the armor and bow. And then it's going to be all up to what side does Din take, right? In a Mandalorian civil war. Yeah, like, yeah, she's starting another teeny tiny civil war. Um, yeah, I I don't know how Pershing factors into all this. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. I think that's going to be a season four thing. Yeah, if that's just yeah, if that's just planting a seed for something we'll pick up later. Um, big seed, long long seed, but we'll yeah find out. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with y'all, and I'm just trying to figure out you know like where where Amanda and Grogu fitting into all this when it, like I love that you know. 
Bo-Katan is getting more of it, but I'm also like where trying to, I'm really kind of drawn to blank where they're going to fit in with it. Um, I'm thinking probably the next episode will be more um, relationship building, friendship building between uh, Din and Bo. Um, Cause we've already seen, you know, the Bo and Grogu's relationship starting to so I would definitely like to see a lot um the next episode you know kind of more of their more of their banter more um just them developing more of a bond so then he's when that uh, inevitable which we think is happening kind of that split Mando it's cut he's really thrown in the middle because he's like well this is what I've known all my life but one she saved my life and now I really feel like I connection to her whether it's like she's my best friend or like I love her I can't I hope it's not going that just because I'm always like people can be friends and there doesn't have to be romantic undertones but everybody loves a love story too so I'm like I personally prefer not but and Grogu likes her seems to like her so that I feel like that's gonna be a big factor yeah yeah I mean I kind of want Grogu to have a a big family. A family. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. We love that for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's natural that Bo is now gonna go to Din to talk about the mythosaur thing because yeah. she kind of went to the armor and the armor gave her a really unsatisfactory response. So I can see her going to Din to talk to him about it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's more, yeah. I hope next episode is more conversation based. Rather yeah. than uh, monster of the week based, I hope. I mean, some people like their monsters of the week. Some people like their action scenes, That's their true. space fights. You know, yeah. um, I personally, I'm wondering whether the whole Pershing storyline is dealing with the eventual rise of the First Order. Mm, yeah. W- whether like there there's some bad faction from inside the New Republic. Mm-hmm. like it's kind of like hydra and shield I, I mentioned that in the last episode so i wouldn't be surprised if it's the the first part of the first order yeah. showing that the new republic was flawed from the yeah. from the get-go you know yeah so maybe mandalorian stuff is gearing up towards you know uh sequel trilogy plot points I don't know. Very possible. I don't know. Only time will tell. Um, exactly. I want to thank uh, I want to thank you guys so much for for coming on the show, Sarah, for co-hosting as usual. Uh, always the best. And uh, Dom, thank you so much for for guesting on this episode. Uh, I'm sorry it was the shortest episode, but we had a lot to talk about. We did have a lot. We did have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always like episode fours of series. I feel like that's always like tends to be my favorite or just like when the ball really starts to get rolling um so yeah i'm excited i was thank you for having me yeah yeah uh thank you to uh, everybody out there for watching if you're watching us live twitch or youtube twitch.tv slash the keek show youtube.com slash the keek show uh shout out to kozka media shout out to mr plow uh ed was out there goosey six just said one thing and that was hello mate and that was it uh ed1138 all you guys out there thank you guys so much for watching 
Uh, if you're listening to us, uh, you're listening to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We're on Stitcher now. Um, um, will we be adding more platforms? Who knows? Who knows? But pretty much anywhere you, you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. Um, before we get going, Sarah, what do we, what do you got coming up? Where can people find you online? What do you uh, got coming up? They can find me on Instagram and TikTok uh, at Ms underscore Marauder. Um, and yeah, if you, uh, if you were watching that episode and thinking, wow, all these amazing Mandalorian designs, I wish I could see more of that in real life. Fantastic news. WonderCon is coming up, which will be the debut of our Encanto-Lorians, our Encanto-themed Mandalorians. Me and my daughter will be uh, Bruno-themed and Mirabelle-themed Mandalorians. So uh, we'll be doing that on Saturday. We have a Star Wars meetup and a Mando meetup. So uh, if you're going to WonderCon, you could say hello or uh, just tune in for many, many, many photos because um, we'll be taking a lot. I'm so sad I'm not going to WonderCon this year. I go every time there's a WonderCon. And I'm not going this year because I'm Why aren't you be, going? Oh. I'm gonna be in Vegas for Taylor Swift. Uh, which is I mean a good trade-off. That's you know, I'm not complaining about that. I'm just complaining that it's on the same weekend. Same weekend. I would have loved to do that. But I will yeah. be at in Chicago for C2E2 the following weekend. So mm. um there's a lot of cool people coming out to C2E2. Um, and so uh I'll be I'll be doing some interviews and that sort of thing. So we'll see how that, that goes. Fun yeah yeah uh dom where can we find you online what do you got coming up anything you want to plug yeah you can basically find me on all the platforms i'm mainly active on tiktok and instagram at kayla d soto um i'm will also be at wondercon just friday and saturday still working on my lineup but i think we're gonna do miles friday and then rogue on uh leaning more towards like the kiki palmer type rogue um for saturday that's kind of what I have recently. Um, yeah, you can always, things come, they always kind of pop up. So if you want to keep up with me, definitely on Instagram and TikTok is kind of where I'm like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And um, if you want to, I will be at Scum and Villainy on April 4th for my birthday. So if you want to celebrate, have a little drinks, I will be there. Is April 4th your birthday? Yeah. Have Tuesday, we talked about this? We have. We have talked about this. April 6th is my birthday. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's wild. Every game. Yeah. Um, and weirdly enough, uh, I just interviewed uh, TikTok content creator Diana of the Rose um, two nights ago on Monday night. Her birthday's April 6th. And I was like, that's, that's wild. So that's my birthday. Yeah. Uh, my, that's my, my grandma's birthday. My birthday was March 11th. <laughs> I just want to be happy part birthday. Of the, the birthday is happy belated birthday. Thank March, you. March, and April's are are the best birthdays. Uh, my sister's birthday is March, so they're the best birthdays because yeah. there's a, a, enough amount of time after Christmas. Yep. Yeah. For like just when you're getting bored of your Christmas gifts, or just when your money was running out from Christmas, then boom, mm -hmm. you got a birthday. Just check. when your pockets were full. I believe RDJ is uh, my birthday twin. I think mm. I think we're birthday twins. Mm. I know I have uh, I know I have a good handful of people that are birthday twins, but I don't. I don't the know one that comes to mind. I don't know who mine are. I do know that my daughters are uh, Edgar Allan Poe and Dolly Parton. So the perfect picture. Hey. Yeah. April fourth is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah. April sixth is Paul Rudd. So I'm happy. Oh yeah, we love Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, 
so uh yeah anyway a lot of cool stuff coming up um whether it be birthdays or cons or or whatnot so definitely stay tuned for that um thank you everybody out there for watching thank you uh you two so much for for coming on this show and staying up and doing all this stuff once again oh uh real quick instagram and tiktok at the king show we're also on twitter and facebook uh you can find our patreon patreon.com slash the keek show instagram and tiktok though at the keek show definitely go follow us there let us know you're out there like comment subscribe do all that stuff anyway once again i'm your host Demetra Pereira, and this has been the mandalorian after show for season three episode four take care everybody see you guys next week Bye-bye. bye bye bye